let's be real. This is the second week that we are going to be looking at a book that I introduced last week. So if you didn't listen to episode 17, go back and listen to that. Otherwise, you can definitely jump in. We are looking at a book called A Gospel Primer. It's written by Milton Vincent, and it's a book talking about the necessity of rehearsing and preaching the gospel to ourselves every day in life, to remind ourselves the power of the gospel. And last week we talked about that the gospel in scriptures is called the power of God and where his power is and found in greatest density outside of heaven and outside of the person of Christ when he walked on earth is in the gospel itself. So we see in this book, Milton Vincent walk us through a practice of learning how to rehearse and kind of re-preach the gospel to ourselves every day because the gospel is to be of first importance in our lives, and we see that in 1 Corinthians. There is a New Testament model of the gospel that Paul kind of lays out for us a little bit that we see in like Ephesians. You see in chapters 1 through 3, it's kind of this rehearsing. It's all gospel. It's these reminders of what the gospel is. Colossians 1 and 2, the same thing. He starts out reminding everyone the work of the gospel, the power of God in the gospel. Romans 1 through 11, it's all gospel. And then later on in those books, the remainder of those, Paul specifically shows how to bring those gospel truths to bear on our lives. So that might be good reading for all of us over the next couple weeks to just kind of see that format in those Paulian epistles to read Ephesians and to see just kind of the reminder and the power and the picture of the gospel in the beginning and then how it applies after. Colossians 1 and 2, same thing. Just read Paul's reminder and his rehearsing and the preaching of the gospel and then what that looks like in life. Same for Romans. Romans is steeped with a ton of great gospel rehearsing and preaching and application so we take this model and we're the goal here is to learn to take this model, I should say, and apply it to our lives to remind, to rehearse, to preach the gospel to ourselves daily. So then we can see how we can then apply it to our situations that we go through every day to remind ourselves that within the gospel, it's not just this other subject that we study alongside of all of our other Christian subjects and things that we learn, but it is the umbrella of which everything rests under. So last week, talked about two topics in the book. It's written in a format of 31 reminders, 31 ways that the gospel is important, 31 different ways that we can rehearse the gospel to ourselves. And last week, I talked about the gospel being the power of God. So this week, I want to touch on two others in the book. So if any of you have gotten the book, they're number four and number nine. It's kind of cool how it's set up. You can just take one a day to really kind of read, meditate on, think about, look up all the scripture that goes with it, and learn to practice repeating it and rehearsing it to yourself and seeing ways that it would remind you of the power of the gospel as you go through life. So number four in this book, it's... My daily protection. So the gospel is necessary for my daily protection by rehearsing it and reminding myself of the power of the gospel. 
I can apply it in just my daily protection every day. Ephesians 6 talks about taking up or putting on the full armor of God. And what I thought was interesting in this book that I hadn't really ever heard approached this way before is that all of those things in taking up the armor of God, you know, the breastplate, the helmet, the sword, the belt, and how they describe them all, they are all ways to describe the gospel. They are synonyms of and parts of the gospel. And the fact that we are told to daily put on or to take up the armor of God, it definitely implies and reminds us that we don't automatically have those on every single day. That this is the working of the gospel in our lives, that we need to get up, we need to take on, we need to put on daily the armor that is the gospel with us. Some of those synonyms of things that the armor is, is when it's just translated literally from the Greek, it's the salvation. I mean, that is the core, right? The start and the core of the gospel. And then the justification. That's that breastplate of righteousness, right? Because we are righteous because we are justified. It's truth. We see the gospel of peace. We see faith. And we see the word of God. And these are all just ways to describe the gospel. And so as we go through every single day, we need to remind ourselves, okay, Throughout the day, I need to put on this armor. I need to put on the gospel, and it needs to charge forward with me wherever I go. I cannot leave it behind because there are days that we're going to feel vulnerable. We're going to feel defeated. We're going to feel like I am not doing this well, this Christian life, this walk. So we put on that gospel. We arm ourselves with it every day. And there's really no better way to do that than to make it kind of, Milton in the book calls it, the obsession of our heart. To preach the gospel to ourselves throughout every day. And that ties into number nine in the book that I wanted to touch on real quick is resting in Christ's righteousness. That because of the gospel, it encourages us to rest in our righteous standing with God. It's a standing that Christ himself, he accomplished, and then he maintains for us. Romans 5 is a great place to read about this. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have also obtained our introduction by faith into this grace in which we stand. And it continues on and on. And these reminders of we are righteous in the standing of God. He sees us as blameless. He sees us as righteous. There are days that we walk through knowing that we are not feeling all that righteous. We're feeling defeated. We're feeling weak. We feel like we screwed up again on the same thing that we always do. And we get down on ourselves. And this is where we can feel this burden, this kind of heavy, this disappointment in ourselves. We can give that up. We can feel it released. We don't have to carry that kind of guilt. They always say guilt is of the devil. Conviction is of the Lord. 
but kind of that heavy burden of always trying to work or to do a little better. Focusing on our righteousness, our righteous standing with God, really just allows us to put our energies into enjoying God, in pursuing holiness, in ministering God's amazing grace to other people so that they know You don't have to live here. We don't have to sit here. We don't have to feel defeated and like we're failing and exhausted all the time. God holds my righteous standing regardless of my performance. Because let's be honest, we all know that our performance would not cut it. It wouldn't happen. We would not make it. So praise Jesus. That the work that he came and he already did. That our righteousness is based solely on the fact that he did it. And that our work could never do it. And my worst days of sin and failure, it's the gospel that encourages me toward God's unrelenting grace. And reminds me, hey, there's grace here. Confess, give it back up to God, and move forward. Walk forward in your righteous standing. Remind yourself of the gospel. And then on our days that actually feel a bit victorious, like, hey, we were useful today. Hey, I made wise choices today. (laughs) Sometimes they stand out because we're like, oh, yes, this was an area where I've normally struggled. But today, because I focused on God and because I went forward in dependence on Jesus, we, he and I together, we were victorious. You know, like this one time, like celebrate that, but reminding ourselves that it's the gospel that keeps me relating to God on the basis of Jesus' righteousness and not mine. Like, This was not my righteousness that was victorious today. This wasn't me. This was Christ in me. And these are the messages of the gospel that we can repeat to ourselves and preach to ourselves and remind ourselves because that's where the power of God rests, is in the gospel. It reminds us of our daily protection that comes through the gospel. And reminds us of our righteous standing with God every day. No matter what we're doing. No matter how good we feel about ourselves or how much we screw up. We need to become more familiar with preaching the gospel to ourselves. And that may require, that does require, becoming more familiar with the gospel in a deep and intimate way that we can relate into our lives every single day. Not just to be like, oh, no, I know the story of Jesus dying on the cross for my sins and making me pure and clean and righteous in God's eyes if I choose to accept that gift from him and someday I get to go to heaven. Like That's the basic premise of the gospel, and for a lot of us, that's enough. And we stay there with that. I was in a small group once where the question was posed, why do you love God? 
And everybody kind of paused and was thinking like, well, and we were all made to answer one at a time around the room. And the dominant answer was, well, because he sent Jesus to die for me. He saved me. That's why I love him. Yes, he is our savior. That is what the gospel tells us and teaches us. But we have this ability to grow in our relationship, to go from a place where Jesus is our savior to where Jesus is our Lord. And that comes from enriching our relationship with him by learning more and more about who he is and in the fullness of what he's done. The gospel is so big and so full and offers us so much victory in our life if we allow ourselves to filter all the things going on throughout our day, throughout our life, throughout our struggles, our ups and our downs, through the lens of the gospel. And that is my hope that we can maybe get a little bit better at that, that I can get a little bit better at that by kind of working through some of these ideas in this book with you. We're going to take a few more weeks. I'm just going to kind of pick out my favorites. I hope you will get the book and read along with me. I'm really just summarizing his work. I can't take the credit for it. He, it's a short, easy read, but it is a powerful reminder of the work that we can do in rehearsing, learning, preaching the gospel to ourselves and rehearsing it daily and staying fixed and focused on the gospel. Because scripture tells us it is to be of our utmost focus and importance. So I hope you will join me as we continue on going through this book, looking at ways that we can rehearse the gospel to ourselves all throughout life, throughout our day, ups and downs, and learn new ways to apply the power of the gospel in our walk. 